sing, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? which host bought a Shania Twain album just so they could do blow off her tits. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? Again, this is Anything Goes for the week of November 24, 2012. Uh, we are coming to you live from the Comedy Bar in downtown Toronto. Uh, it is uh, during the uh, Dark Comedy Festival, and uh, we are doing our first live show. We are. Um, uh, beside me, I have uh, the host of the show, uh, Anything Goes, Mr. Darren Frost and Christina Walkinshaw. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> yes, all of us are all here. All of us. We are all here. We are all cozy. Yes. yes. On the Magical Mystery Tour bus. <laughs> We've yeah. crashed. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, those are actually, you know, one thing that I didn't get to mention uh, last week uh, was that uh, Christina Walkinshaw and I, we went to the Everything to Do with Sex show. And yes. Uh, we yes, ran we into did. We ran into a Vesta Suicide from the Suicide Girls. And she actually said that someone had listened to our show right. and uh, found her and then subscribed to the uh, Suicide, Suicide Girls. Girls. So right. see that? That's that one the person. The power of radio. That is one the person. power of radio. We one person. We have perverted listeners. Exactly. Right. That's right. awesome. And uh, so what happened at the sex show? I didn't go because I have a family and there's no need for me you to go to the actually, sex you know show. What? I, was I went. It was me, Dave, and his girlfriend. There were a lot. There weren't. I didn't see families there, but there were a lot. Of I hope you didn't. There were a lot of couples there. Well, yeah. Of but course. then someone could be like, "Listen, this is look, kid. This is where you came from." Yeah. There was also a lot of people there that I would prefer not to visualize. Oh, having sex. sex yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. You got you got a, a photograph of a a butt plug for beginners. I know. Yeah, yeah. I took a nice collage from my Instagram full of the grossest things I could personally find. The butt plug for beginners was my favorite. I well, that. I. But you know what? We saw the butt plug. Is there plug a butt plug for dummies book? I don't know. Is there? <laughs> well, but we did not see a butt plug for professionals either. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would that's, like a, that's like a three-page a, pamphlet, I think. Exactly. <laughs> Open up, stick it in, Never don't know. fart. This butt plug could have a lot of different uses. I just think we should keep our minds open to it. There was the... Uh, uh, no, wait. So you brought your girlfriend, I brought right? my... Uh, I brought and the... your uh, second the, girlfriend, Christina Walkinshaw. Exactly. Uh, right. I actually, well, my girlfriend was sort of like, uh, was like, oh, why isn't this a couple's thing? Why are we bringing your friend? And then, I, <laughs> then I had to explain to her that, that like you wanted was, to fuck Christina. This is the way you wanted to introduce it, or I was just there to buy a new vibrator. To be fair, I had okay. to go, and you got the free ticket for me. Well, no, we got media passes through XM, and uh, but stuff. but should we mention that? Uh, actually, first let me get this out of the way. That uh, yeah, <laughs> that uh, I was walking around with my girl, new girlfriend, and she kind of was like, "Well, this is for couples. Why do we bring your friend?" And then I had to explain to her that we got the media passes through XM, and so of course I had to drag along my uh, my luggage. Did, Christina Walkinshaw. Did she have to wear a Darren Frost? Asked the whole way through, or no? She didn't. That's awkward. No, we, we were we were all ready to lie and, and give her a, a new uh, uh, what identity. What happened to that dude? Jesus, yeah. he's got hair that's fucking up the back. It's weird. <laughs> or be like, wow, Darren Frost is really hot. Someone should uh, if if yeah. she had to wear a media pass that said Darren Frost on it. That's what we would have done. With. 
Now you got lost, right? You got lost in a beginner aisle or something? Is that what happened? No, there were. Oh, no, I did lose you, and then I just started tweeting at things that were kind of cheeky. Like. Well, it was a, it was the kind of place where you couldn't say say, uh, "Hey, meet me b- beside the giant cocks," or uh, "Hey, meet me beside the fetish wear," because that would be like you look around and it's everywhere. It was remarkably dis, uh, disorganized. Uh, for, like our uh, show, yeah. Not not well much unlike our show, but I mean, uh, but I thought because I was familiar with Fan Expo where the kids dress up as their favorite comic book character right. and I did not there weren't a lot of people dressed up as their favorite fetish or right. uh, lady or sex toy or sex well, toy yeah. or no one was there dressed as a G-spot or a well the best thing I I'm think a butthole that's what I was expecting <laughs> well, someone to dressed up as a G-spot but nobody found it get yeah. it wah Come on, that was there. It was oh, ready. You are, you are bad. That's I am. You know, I will say this. The best part about going to the sex show on the Sunday versus the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, whatever. No Jesus? The Sunday, well, there's no Jesus. Everything was on sale. Everything was oh, like right. reduced to clear, okay. right? Because they wanted to get rid of everything. So nobody had to like unpack or repack a van or whatever. So like we're walking around. There's specials like three bullets for $10. And then Dave's like, come over here. Would you want to go in on one? And I was like, well, if I take well, one no, and your no. girlfriend takes one. Who's this third girl you're buying a vibrator for? Well, but <laughs> but you say you say go go in on like when we're gonna share one. Like <laughs> yeah. it's your no. week. You can have it this week. You put it in the dishwasher. Make sure it's clean when you send it back. I don't, I don't know what the ele- electronics of a vibrator in a dishwasher are. How that would work. The gears. Um, it's all battery run, and some of those batteries are really hard to find. To be honest, but the, but you bought a display model, <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> okay. okay. Here's what happened. I didn't want to not buy anything at the right. sex show, and I already have three vibrators. So you bought a used one, and then I asked her if there's it wasn't used. It was a display model. Did people touch it all weekend? Yeah, probably. Well, then that's fucking pretty much used. You can wash it. The fact is that battery Look, inside of well, that vibrator is probably more valuable than the vibrator itself. Sometimes when I whack off, I don't wash my hands very well. You don't go on to touch <laughs> no, a fucking... It's tr- I've probably been finger banged by grosser things. It's true. But <laughs> Whoa, like what are you trying to say? I like how she doesn't call I, for. I like how she says things. <laughs> like it wasn't, was it a, a plant animal or what? <laughs> One doorknob one thing. time. I, I was <laughs> lost. A uh, troll at prom? What the fuck are <laughs> you saying? I know. No, but I've seen this bridge before. I tried to buy one that was in a package. I go to her, oh, I'm like, okay, because they're all like $5 for this little bullet. I have it in my, I think it's in my I tried. My, I think it's still in my purse. I could probably well, go get how it. How cheap is that one? Sold. <laughs> and I haven't used it. I swear to God, it's still in my purse at the bottom, probably with a whole bunch of tampons that have fallen out of the and package. Tic-tac. But anyways, and Tic Tacs, obviously. But anyways, but I was like, can I have one of these that's in a package? And she's like, oh, that's the last one. She's like, I'll give it to you for $5. And then I was like, oh, no, it's okay. But then I hadn't bought anything else. I was like, I'm just going to fucking buy that $5 bullet. Like, if anything else, I can always wash it and use it. But I already oh, have three vibrators. And I, I think, so. like, I needed that fourth one. I'm just being another frivolous shopper at yeah, this point. Yeah, you got to find another hole. That's fucking awkward. I know. Maybe get five. I could fill all of my holes. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. It's in okay. the ears, one in the mouth, one but in I, Dave's it, mouth. Well, it was awkward to walk around with a, a girl that I just started going out with because then she would sort of squeeze my hand awkwardly at, at moments. <laughs> of this. And then we met one. Was it uh, Doctor Jess, who was like a relationship? Yeah, Doctor Jess was cool. Yeah. Remember, she I, she invited us to the. I like that she invited all three of us to her seminar on how to give a good blowjob. Right. Like you were going to be writing tips yeah. down. Well, like I was like, I already know. Thank you. <laughs> how to give. Or get, or get 
one. That doesn't like, evoke. That was kind of weird. Know. I was yeah. like, I'm 33. If I'm not giving a blowjob right by now, I fucking give up. You <laughs> never stop learning. Like a good comedy joke, it's never fully written. You can always, <laughs> You're right. You can always tag your blowjobs with other things. <laughs> <laughs> with a finger in the butthole or something like that. I don't know. But it's true. I should always be working on it. I you should, should get a chart. You should have a fucking it. chart. And you should call your past boyfriends and figure that shit out. What if I do? We should do that. We should do that. <laughs> I, I, my past boyfriends don't call me. So. <laughs> well, you've mastered the blowjob. You already told us. Yeah, well, I'm not master. I just uh, have my beginner's belt. Well, oh. here's, here's something I wanted to bring up before we bring up our, our guests tonight uh, on the show are Alan Park yes. and uh, comedian John Moses, who's in from New York City. But before we get to them, I wanted to just read this news story because we were laughing about this uh, quite a bit. Uh, a Chinese man has successfully sues his wife for having ugly children. Well, yeah, yeah. The story was that uh, the woman that he married had a whole bunch of plastic yes. surgery to Before make herself he her, yeah. look all pretty and such. Yes. And uh, and then they had a kid, and then the kid was oh, was ugly. Yeah, yeah. But then, but also the but so he like, sued. I think maybe I think he should be able to sue. Well, you know what? It's I like think it's he like buying do. a car and not knowing if it's been in an accident. Okay, but. So is the is the kid allowed to live? Was it a boy or a girl? Did they, did <laughs> well, they throw it? Imagine that an ugly girl baby in China. Yeah, Holy that's, fuck! That's you can't even run that thing long. over. Yeah. No, but but what about all the girls that sort of like are gangly and awkward at like you know thirteen, fourteen, and then they get to like sixteen, and then they like become this like butterfly hatching out of a shell. That's true. And that if she's still happen. no. <laughs> A butterfly hatching out of a shell. No, I've yeah. You haven't seen ugly chicks at the, like well, not like you're watching girls grow up, but I hope not. Uh, well, you are from a van, it sounds like. No, I just I have a, cer- a series of webcams, but there's but if you're but if someone could be like third twelve or thirteen, and then they become gorgeous at like seventeen. So I mean, maybe the guy should hold out until she's like seventeen, and then like drown and then her kill or something. Her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. gonna be really good for that girl's self-esteem. It's just, yeah. it's just tradition. And we made it it's, until I was. You better get hotter or you're going swimming with a rock. Oh, my God. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Do you think she – I think – I mean, obviously, I was making a joke there. It's kind of a weird scenario, but it is – it is kind of weird that he didn't know that she had all that plastic surgery done. I think well, it's weird just to have kids myself. <laughs> okay. That's a different argument. I think it's weird that he had kids as yeah. Darren. But That's right. <laughs> Coming from the girl with fucking a used bullet in her purse. You had an ugly kid. You it might get mistaken it. as a tampon later. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck, my period feels good. Yeah. Um, but... Do I think that he has a, a point in in uh, in in? in uh, but the thing is, it's like. But here's the other fact too: half of that fucking seat is his, so maybe he's ugly too, and he's in denial. We haven't actually seen pictures of of the dude, so we right. don't know. Right, if he's like, he is happily responsible for this kid. I was scrambling for a good-looking Gross. Asian dude. That's what I was sort of like. I was like, it's not like this guy's like the Brad Pitt of a China right. or something like that. But I feel I, bad, you know, that girl. You know, if she did get killed because she's ugly, she'd never be able to do it Gangnam style. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a sex act. I think that's like a region. It is. I don't know. Maybe next year at the sex show they'll have Gangnam style sex toys. Oh, gangbang, gangbang style. No matter what you put inside yourself, you walk around like a horse. Uh, one of the things was uh, the the pleasures of anal sex. That was one of the, the pleasures of that was and the displeasures favorite. of anal sex. The, the clean up and the shame. The, or the discharges of anal sex. Yeah. Of that pleasures either. of anal sex for him and her. Yeah. Oh, cute. The surgery when you've done it too much. <laughs> 
Actually, n- and not to get back to the sex convention, but there was right. one. Por- there was one part. Uh, the, the sort of the bargain bin of videotapes that they had. Oh, yeah. there were there of videotapes? No, oh, videotapes. Right okay, DVDs. Okay. They, oh. they, did you get the eight-track soundtrack as well while you were there, Dave? Or? Yes, yes, I did. They had. Uh, they were flipping. There was a guy flipping through the DVDs, and then they actually felt the need to have a monitor set up with one of the porno movies playing. Right. And I was just sort of like, we're at the everything to do a sex show. I'm pretty sure that everyone has seen or heard of a porno. Of just right. not, no one's not walking along going like, oh, I wonder what these DVDs are. Oh, I, oh thank good that there's a, a monitor here to tell me what that I will be buying soon of just, oh, this is going to work later. That's what just, I thought that was weird. I don't, nobody right. knows, needs to see what the porno is. Well, there's also things that had nothing to do with sex, I think, that still had booths and those people looked really bored. Like the people selling the hot sauce. Yeah. I mean, I still went over until it's like, what? Yeah, there was like a hot sauce booth. I'm obsessed with hot sauce. Was there like a New York fries booth as well? And (laughs) exactly. Jesus. There were some very random things that had nothing to do with sex. You're frying this. There was a lady selling earrings. I don't know what that has to do with sex. I lose a lot of them when I have sex, but like, I don't, maybe that's why you buy the earrings. There was some like weird ladies from Chinatown, like selling cheap shirts. It was very weird. There's actually a, there's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of fillers. There was a, 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 there was a teeth whitening booth too. Yeah, there was a teeth whitening booth. That but, I thought was odd, but there was vagina teeth or no? <laughs> yes, vagina teeth. Yes. No, there no. There was just a teeth whitening booth there, and I just thought, who's getting the discount on teeth whitening? Of like, what do you mean by vagina teeth? Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tour out Westmore. <laughs> there was, uh, but also, did you you went into the dungeon with us, didn't you? There was like yeah, a section that's where we weren't allowed to use our phones or like or take, any take pictures. pictures. <laughs> yeah. Those people were the cell phone dead zone in the dungeon. Is that what happened? There was like we walked into the dungeon area, and there was a. Did you catch that very odd smell that walking <laughs> into the dungeon? And I don't know if, what if it was a, a fart or what. <laughs> but it was. It yeah, was you were sort of. You I were totally in this. thought it was you. In fact, I think I have a text from you saying it was you. No, that was at the Dominion for Allen Parks roast. Oh, I right. farted, and no one sort of even acknowledged it. But <laughs> I was totally cool with that. If you don't I didn't want to take credit fart. for that. So he'll but, text you and let you but know. But we, wa- we walked into the dungeon. We walked into the dungeon room, and I caught like a whiff of something but it was the kind of place where you were just sort of like ignore no, it and it will go away it was away. definitely a fire ignore it and it will go away and there was like so many naked people that it's not like that thing's gonna be cooped up in some panties for a minute you know yeah, right. it's like <laughs> zero there. hang time when you're naked is what no, you're saying you don't question true. where it came from you're, you're just just a little creepy glad that it wafts away leather belts alright well we gotta wrap this up for uh, segment one uh, when we come back from the break we're gonna have Alan Park in the hot seat we're gonna talk about the election and of course other things to do with being a Royal Canadian Air Force member. <laughs> yeah, live from the comedy bar. Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey there, this is Casey Corbin, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio's Lava Jack! Wipe off your face, we're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are uh, back from the break, and we are live from the Comedy Bar. This is the week of November 14th, uh, 2012, and uh, our guest this uh, week is uh, Mr. Alan Park, and I'm here at the uh, table with Darren Frost and Christina Walkinshaw. And a lovely audience that has uh, decided to come and join us. Yes. 
I wait for a radio show. How do we grind? I thought maybe you might get one of platinum. Even when you pander, you get nothing. I know. What do you want to hear, people? We were talking about sex toys before, and I remember before, uh, yeah. a long time ago, you had a closer yeah. about like a vibrator, didn't you? Or yeah. it was a masturbation in the shower? What was a vibrator, uh, right? Yeah, there was masturbation in the shower was the closer, and the vibrator was somewhere else in the middle. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, aren't you proud at least to remember that? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, no, actually, no. The, wasn't the bit where you would lie on your back and then the yeah. women were getting the uh, shower blast in the, in the cooch? Yeah, it's and, all... Uh, <laughs> the cooch. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, I was making fun of the whole uh, bathroom as an accessory to self-love. But yeah. that was the old you. That was pre-9-11 at one part. Yes, was. it was. Yeah. And then, as we all know, that 9-11 changed... the awakening. Changed. No, was, as we all know, 9-11 changed everything, yeah. and it changed Alan Park. Yeah, it changed me, yeah. It changed me because I was actually uh, taking that shower in, in one of the rooms of the tower, Tower One. Right. Yeah, you got yeah. the fuck out of there. Yeah. No, that's uh, what you're referring to, my time off span, your, my chunk of time that I actually... Oh, we haven't I, got to that yet, but we can get to that I now. I thought that's what you were talking about because... Uh, but that, that actually happened before 9-11. I know it did, yeah. yeah. What's really weird is I found out about 9-11 while I was in the shower. No, <laughs> oh. for real. I used to have one of those shower radios. And then oh. I heard in the... Maybe that's why I never showered anymore. I thought maybe you got a text in the shower because you won't put your fucking phone down. Oh. Well, you, always I got remember, text. Oh, you always remember where you were when you get that kind of... Yeah, attitude, you do. Right? And I was in the shower in was that Ottawa. Was that the shower that you took last week? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the last shower she that you took. just found out 9-11 happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 11 true. years that's ago. I found out 9-11 happened in the shower in Ottawa. Uh, so what was the question? Hi everybody, thanks for. Yeah. I remember where questions. I was where when Lady Diana died. Yes, I was so do at, I. I was at a strip club for a friend's uh, bachelor party, and, and nobody was buying him dances at the Fillmore's. And <laughs> right. on this giant screen, instead of a porno, they had like footage of the crash site in France. I think that still constitutes these, as a porno. But was, maybe. <laughs> and all these strippers were walking by, and one was crying, and she came up to me in our, our group, and she's like, "Oh my God, she was a princess. She's dead." Do you want to dance? Which was really awkward. She might have been really upset that uh, her name, that stripper, was Diana. And, uh, right. She was about to get called to the Don't play stage. the Michael Jackson song Please tonight. Please welcome to the stage, Diana. Right. <laughs> uh, I just died. I just died. Uh. Turn on but you know what? You know, the, the crying stripper is the oldest gimmick in the world. Nobody ever. Come on. Wipe those tears away. <laughs> the crying gives me a fucking break, man. Yeah. Well, if you can make an old stripper cry, then you've got more manhood than <laughs> I Fucking know, right. That's for sure. I know. Yeah, There's 20 years in crying. In there, usually. They are leather, I've done it. Leather face. You made an old stripper yeah. Oh, cry? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Was this at a family reunion? No, there are two. Not? these two broads. Old strippers came and saw Mike Dambra in Calgary, okay. and they wouldn't leave him alone. So right. he's just like, Frosty, you talk to them, because he knows that's what I do best. Yeah. And they just ran sure. up crying. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Frost I can creep ladies out. That's my whole gig. Yeah. Well, especially if they're strippers. And yeah, yeah. I like asked them if we could play adult slinky. That's where and, they and lay naked at the bottom of the stairs. But what stairs was the trigger that actually got her to, to cry? What's that? What that was I the said. trigger? That I said, though, I want to play adult slinky with you. How much would that cost? That's what that was. I said, and then she started you, to cry? You lie naked at the bottom of the stairs, and I, I somersault down naked on top of you, and then I flip myself over, and I have marbles in my ass, and I call adult kerplunk, and they took <laughs> off fucking crying. Well, this makes it sad that this is a radio show and not where, a TV show. At where point, are we going to find stairs that are visuals like that? Come on. 
Where are we going to find stairs of the Blackfoot Inn to really well, go through with Well, now we're getting too specific. Okay, all right. <laughs> Your break. You took a break, Alan. This break that yeah, everyone talks about. But pre uh, pre nine eleven of your career, you were, uh, you know, I'm not saying you were a happier guy, but you weren't as pointed in your material as you are now. Is that no, fair but to I, say? I had been, I had been doing, you know, I've actually been doing comedy less time at that point than I've been doing it since that point. So right. So it's almost, uh, it's almost a halfway dividing mark for me. Right. But um, yeah, I was, I wasn't just happy with the uh, the kind of thing I was doing, even though. It was, you know, it was getting uh, claps and laughs, but I, I wasn't really digging it. But I was also, I was researching, you know, I was just learning about the news and politics and all of that kind of nonsense that doesn't really matter anymore. See, now I'm into another phase. But uh, I, I thought that was really interesting, but I wasn't talking about any of it on stage. And then I had this uh, brain fart, you know, hey, why don't you talk about things you're interested in on stage instead but of But don't you think that's also a lot to do with age? Um... I don't know what it's to do with. No, but I just mean like uh, not to go too super serious, but I think in the beginning of your comedy career, you kind of do whatever you want to do yeah. to get laughs, right? To get sure. that attention. And then you realize you want to do more than just that. And I don't mean so much age. I mean age is a comic. I mean, you know, right. as you progress through, you know, it's easy to do the cheerleader stuff and get people clapping and laughing. Yeah. But to make and a point is the harder kind of thing. It's yeah. not that easy, actually. Uh, out, of stuff that you're, uh, <laughs> out of stuff that you're interested in. Yeah. That you want to talk about. Yeah. So that's well, the, I, the election just happened in America, of course. Uh, yeah. Romney won. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so well, this is the one, the episode we're taping. If he does win, right? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Like the website he so put out. You saw that, yeah, right? I saw that today. Yeah. President Romney elect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, a T-shirt I want, huh? I want to get. That. How many fucking guys are gonna be homeless in Washington with that T-shirt on? <laughs> how, how do? Why, why do you think? Uh, how do you think Mitt Romney fucked up? Oh wow! This is only an hour show, Dave. First of all, I mean, you got to go back to he led the pack of freaks that were trying to put themselves. I mean, he was the weakest. No, but do you think that he was like as far right as he actually was? Because I think, I mean, as a governor of Massachusetts, I think he was a little bit more moderate than he. But he has to like you know uh, like placate and bow to all these people giving him money. Depended who he was talking to. Depended who he was having lunch with. Where you know you didn't know where that guy was. That's the thing about Obama. People uh, people think they know where he is on things. They they call him a, a socialist or a you know other name, and they believe that that's what he's doing, and so they're either on board with that or they're not. But Romney was sliding all over the place. You know they have all this. Uh, you know they're criticizing on Fox News. They're criticizing the media for uh, helping Obama get reelected, and they shouldn't have been doing that. If you've ever seen uh, Fox News yeah. helping anybody that's Republican all the time, I was like, there's no sensibility with these people. Well, they it's gargle just, on their own horse shit. It's, it's, it's remarkable. It's amazing. But they, they thought that he was going to win. They, they, I think they really believed that they, they thought he was going to win. I but, don't think they were trying to sell it. Uh, I don't think they were trying to get people convinced so much, although that's probably part of it. But I think they actually believed he was going to win. Well, it's not like he was that far off. I mean, it's a very divided country. But uh, right. I think, cause, but Obama did make appearances on like Jimmy Fallon, SNL, you know, Letterman, Leno, like Daily Show. Presidents. Well, well uh, but you can, yeah, you yeah. can. That's a good question as well. But I mean, also the fact that Mitt Romney never showed up on Letterman or The View or any of these shows, and I was like, if you can't handle the ladies of The View, then no. what? But how are you going to match up to any terrorist or yeah, any like uh, real threat? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Barbara Walters, no, I don't think so. Or, or Letterman, he's going to throw me off a bit. I'm, I'll, I'll deal with like these. you're claiming there's a difference between terrorists and Barbara Walters. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently there wasn't one for Mitt. Because but he didn't have a plan. I mean, every time they asked him specifics, he'd say, uh, well, I'm, I've got that under control or check my website. 
<laughs> you know, which and is so, and the, his the president the elect thing. page or his support. You see that video where the guy went down to his the, the one rally and he was obviously pro uh, Obama, but he was kind of like very sl- uh, slight in the way he was interviewing people, just asking their opinion on yeah. Romney. And they don't they know support, anything. And they have about no him. idea what All he actually they know stands is for. He's white. Right. And he's not uh, Muslim. Yes. And that's good enough. And he's, he's not atheist. And he's not all atheist. Three no. Is the joke. And that's yeah. the thing that really, that, that's what I'd really like to spend the next eight seconds of this show. I, it sickens me. Sickens me to my core that this whole charade that they they think they really have a, a, a natural, like a selection process where, you know, people get to choose. But, it, you know, there's no way you could ever get into that race if you're not religious, if you're not you know, either a Muslim or a Mormon or a Christian. No atheist is ever going to have a chance at that thing. Or I mean, Jew. And, and that's, well, it's the same thing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a Jewish president, that's going to be a while for that. No, it's I never going to ha- Well, it, it could have been Joe Lieberman. Uh, hey, it's not going to be him. No, but, uh, you know, Al Gore, <laughs> Al Gore picked him. I know Al Gore and, picked and him, he, but. He, uh, you know, what if something happened to Gore, the vice president steps in type of thing. So technically it could have happened. Woody Allen's your vice president. (laughs) (laughs) Insert shitty Woody Allen impression. But But it's amazing. Like, you have to be religious. This is is what is blind to me. The whole country is just, what what, what is he? Oh, he's not anything? Okay, forget it. I don't care how good he is. Well, but the thing is, like, the the, the majority of uh, voters of, like, older white people, and and then I think they were getting really paranoid about the fact that, like, all these minorities were voting more or in their opinion, yeah. too much. Sure. And uh, so it's like, but then you have all these people that are so easily swayed by television, which is such a new medium to the, these, these 65 and over people that aren't <laughs> used to television lying to you. It's a new medium. It's right. Sort of like, it's sort of like, uh, you know, at a certain point, was it like the 70s and 80s, people were saying, oh, you're going to believe everything you see on television? Yeah. And then now it's like the, oh, you're going to believe everything you read on the internet? It's just like, now it's like people get their news from different places and we just, now we trust the yeah. internet, even though that can be filled with just as much bullshit as TV oh, now. But I mean, you know, these guys are so pissed off. I'm sure there's a, a, a large faction of these white people that are pissed off that Jane Goodall and people like this ever taught gorillas how to write and uh, do speech. Yeah, what did that say? fucking do for because me? Then that, well, you know, those, the, yeah, they, they, yeah, she they're, taught they're, them, and then fuck now all they're the monkeys. The next they thing you know, all. now they're president. <laughs> that they would equate that with a, a black person marking a ballot. You know what I mean? And if Jane Goodall didn't do that in the first place, then maybe they'd still be. A, and yeah. she was white too, so she turned on them. Yeah, yeah, if she wasn't yeah. around, Mitt fucking Romney would be president. Fuck, you know? No more. Uh, <laughs> More of that. Anyways, yes. uh, Christina, what do you think? I think okay. uh, somebody's phone's ringing. Oh, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> that never happens. But would you? Podcast. I'm really into talking about politics. You guys can really tell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think yeah. of that egg. <laughs> can I ask you what? It's like up in Canada, we watch American politics, and it seems like such a fucking circus. Yeah. Uh, should we make our politics more like the Americans do? Do, do they just have more media sources, and they, and they can make it more fun? Sources, and they have more people who care and people who don't care. But they just have more. But people. how can you measure that? Are you saying that in America, the polls had a greater percent of population that votes than Canada? Uh, I don't know what the polls say, but I think right. that I think that. I know that there's more people in the states, so well, you're going to yeah, have more course, people interested in, in sure, politics. Sure, more in terms of and, numbers, and but they have a population. Voice, but they have a voice, and they have a media, and they have people that report on it, and it's just a larger base of, you know, it's just a bigger tidal wave coming across. People in Canada don't care about that kind of stuff. There's not as many people. But, I mean, the idea of turning us into a circus to get more people out, if we're getting a higher percentage out, then it's really yeah, kind of Yeah, I don't think turning it into a circus is going to help us. I don't think it, it's helping the states. I, are I, you saying that you don't want more uninformed voters, Alan Park? <laughs> <laughs> are you a Muslim? Where are we going to put them all? <laughs> are you yeah. a communist? Yeah, I'm a communist Muslim, and, uh, yeah, I'm partially An responsible. Yeah. 
I just, it, it always amazes me how much that uh, most Americans don't realize that their system is socialized. I mean, they have socialized, like, the fire department, yeah, the police fire department. department. Yeah, exactly. Like, why don't we privatize the police department? What could go wrong? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah. So much of it is, is socialized. I mean, it has to be so. We are people. That's the very nature of the word. They've turned it into a, a bad word. We are socialized. We do move around in mass tra- on mass transit. And even if you're not on mass transit, you're still sharing the roads with other people. There's... There's a socialism to traffic, for Christ's sake. So I don't understand. And now, after the the election, I don't know if you've seen some of these uh, these tweets that have been going on, and some of these reports that yeah. white America is dead. And uh, we won't repeat some of the tweets because I'm not allowed to. Because it's the white people that are making those tweets. So obviously, yes, it's I mean, the that's living of course. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, they've they're already uh, they're, so. No, it's just a bunch of. You know, sh- it's fear, right? They're just afraid well, of uh, losing. America's power. been living off fear for you know decades. Well, that's what works. Well, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, it's effective. I mean, let's not knock it, right? Right. <laughs> Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, Are we going to go right now, or... Yeah, let's I'm go. scared. Let's go. Let's take it on, right? No, but uh, the people that are tweeting that it's... Uh, that, that they're they're just racist. That's all they are. I mean, right. you know, the whole planet is changing. Things are evolving. And so if, if once upon a time a, a bunch of white people came over and creamed a bunch of Indians and took their land, boy, that was a pretty big shift right there. When so did that th- happen? Th- this one's gradual. This is, this is just a gradual shifting and changing. I mean, nothing stays the same. Everything's in play all the time, so I don't understand why I just, I find it people weird. are going to cling, like we're all living on Le- Leave it to Beaver now or something. But, uh, but people glamorize the 50s as it was such a lovely time, yeah. but if you were back then and you actually you know, read what was going on as far as like civil rights movement, it wasn't that fucking pretty, like burning down churches no, in the No, but the presentation of it was, like I, that's why yeah. I referenced Leave it to Beaver or, or one of those yeah, Danny TV Thomas kind of shows. It, it, was a, it was the face of it. It was still, a, you know, propaganda uh, a view of, of what America was like, and everybody wanted to be on that show, you know, uh, or, or you know, live. Do you that know the life. Booker of Leave the Beaver? I want to get on that show. The Booker, <laughs> yeah. The, I think you're a little late. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? I, I always wonder with that show. Do you think that they thought that that Leave It to Beaver was going to last that long? Of just like, oh, people are going to watch this and think of the. Oh, until the kid became uh, really old and ugly, kind of thing, and yeah, and yeah. he was like, you know, opening up supermarkets <laughs> down in the uh, yeah. in the Midwest. Uh, yeah. I think you just go with it. You know, they had a hit show. They they never even had a hit show before. I think at that point. Now you're Lucy. almost you ju- you just turned you like you were around for Leave It to Beaver. Like you watched it as a kid. You no, just I watched. What, I watched the, Yeah, I just turned seventy five. So uh, <laughs> actually, I used to do Punch Up on some of the scripts. Punch Up, wow. On some of the scripts. Oh, Beave. Yeah, yeah. I'd say hey, I change Beave to hey, Beave. You know, yeah. and that would be. And then the network would send notes back on why right. that was too forward. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, why does Eddie Haskell keep licking the beef? This is before eight o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they. No, but I watched the reruns of that, Darren. Come on. No. That, the reason that, I bring this up because all through. You, you just turned fifty. Yeah. Right, and we had a roast for you, and we yes. talked a little bit on the last show. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, it was a, it was a great night. Thank you. And, it was uh, fun. It was a it was a fun out. thing. And yeah, here's the thing: nobody knew. Or no, sorry, not nobody. We all knew, but you didn't know. It was like a big surprise. Yeah, it totally got sucked in. And I've I've never been uh, seen that happen before with someone. People normally kind of know. They walk in, yeah. oh, you. But you had no idea. No idea. No, I was I was on my way to a corporate showcase, right. and uh, I had emailed the person who was booking it yeah. <laughs> a couple of times, and, <laughs> which uh, was all bullshit. Your, was all your bullshit. agent bullshitted the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, my agent bullshitted the whole thing. There was a fake uh, uh, Facebook profile of, of someone that was organizing it, right. so that I wouldn't see what was happening. Uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. So. I will give it to you. Because and then to go right from that surprise into a roast seconds yeah. later, where I wasn't prepared to 
roast my roasters. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to give you credit for. I thought you did a great job at that. Because oh, usually thanks. when you're it on a roast, yeah, you, know, but you, you could really prepare. Say, fuck all about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. Sure, I did. You got your intro from Lawrence was great. Yeah. I, it was, uh, uh, Lawrence Morgan started intros Darren, and he's like, uh, next roaster coming to the stage, Darren Frost. Darren is so difficult to be around that when he saw The Dark Knight, people in the theater shot themselves. <laughs> Was yeah, it, was good. it was good. That yeah. was good. It, was good. it, it, it went much. It went over much better live. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> for real, that's the idea. is this episode going to be downloaded in Colorado? By oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Shit. Uh, next taping, everyone's going to have a fucking uh, Bane mask on. I didn't want to talk about the politics, but I'll just drop that. In any but it was. Uh, that's still political, though. Good for you. I thought it was political. Yeah, wasn't it? I'm very polite. Yeah. It's been polite. But yeah. nobody would actually tell. I think uh, we found out later on that we were supposed to keep it clean. Yeah. I was afterwards. I didn't the know that until afterwards. What? No. Oh, this? No, you're roast. Oh, you're supposed to keep it. Why? Someone why? said it had to I be think clean. Penelope and then said, I who said that? Penelope, your girlfriend's father, like a fucking idiot or something, didn't I? Or, <laughs> didn't I say something I, I, horrible? Listen, I didn't arrange the roast, but I can't imagine why they said keep it clean. And yeah, then ask me to do it. What are they yeah. going to fucking have me do a puppet show next? I don't think anybody said that. I, I, I have no idea who said that. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't arrange the thing. Well, that was Ron Sparks that said that the one thing that he was told was yeah, to keep it keep clean. Keep it clean. Wow. And none of us did. Fuck I mean, that, I was yeah. hoping Ron was going to do another five minutes, and then it would have qualified for a set long enough for him to for him to win a comedy award. <laughs> yeah, yeah. comedy award. Wait to go, Alan. <laughs> Woo! All right, and on that note, we're almost out of time. Political. But uh, you are going to come back for the last segment. We're going to do a roundtable with our other guest, John Moses. So just sit <laughs> yeah, tight, sure. Alan. Yeah, sure. Thanks a lot. Nice. That was a nice little pop at the end there. Well, I like You're to a fucking do it that veteran. Way. You ended on top there. Right. Way to go. You are fucking 50. This is great. <laughs> this is shit. live. This is something 30 else. years of fucking comedy. You fucking popped it at the end there. That was beautiful. Anyways, we're here at the Comedy Bar taping it live. In front of three people and nine comics. That's not true. I That's know, but it sounds that. funnier that way. <laughs> Better than crack whores. They never stay the whole hour. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Lee Camp. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Or you should be. Or you might. I mean, I guess you are. If you're if you're hearing this, then you probably... Unless someone, like, downloaded this and just handed you this, but that would be weird. But anyway, it's Sirius XM Radio's Lab Attack. You should be listening. If you're not. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Christina Walkinshaw, and myself. We are recording live from the Comedy Bar. This is the week of uh, November 24th, 2012. 14th, but you said it wrong. Did I say 24th? Time. Yeah, it's the 14th. Well, November we can replay 14th. this on the 24th then, I guess. Look at me thinking ahead. Uh, yeah, this is the November fucking 24th episode. You <laughs> up again. I, well, I, gradually, I, I, got, I lost my enthusiasm halfway through that sentence, but okay. uh, <laughs> uh, we are back. And that was actually Lee Camp. Uh, by the time that you hear this episode, you will be able to download the Lee Camp episode that yes. we taped last, uh, Planned. last Planned, time. Dave. Yes. 
What, what, that was what? planned, yeah, yeah exactly. Was it planned to yeah, have that bumper? Yes. Oh, well, thank you, Victoria. Uh, we can plug our uh, Lee Camp interview that we did yes. last week. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was good. Yeah, we, we came across smart on that Ooh. show. I wasn't there that week. That's right. <laughs> that had nothing she to was. do. She was just sleeping on the floor. She no, was like, we, fuck no, this. We never, remember, I went to the Over the Rainbow finale. I know. When the two yeah. Chinese... Uh, Christina Walkershaw told me that they booted off the two Chinese girls. They're searching for the next Dorothy for the next Mervish production. Right. And yeah, the Asian girls were the first to go. I right. thought it'd be funny if a laundromat fell on the Wicked Witch of the West, or a uh, or a, <laughs> conven- or a convenience store dry cleaners. Yeah, a laundromat too. They do sure. that as well. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> or a rub and tug. If a rub and tug fell on one top. of the, there has to be one. If a rub and tug fell on the the Wicked Witch of the West, and then her, uh, yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Yep. So there we go. Exactly. Well, uh, John Moses, who we just did a show with, uh, is our uh, guest right now. We had Alan Park on earlier. Now we have yes. John Moses. John Moses is here. How you doing, John? I'm very good. Uh, I'd like to start this segment off by talking about the, how marijuana was legalized in Colorado and Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were gonna we were gonna save that. Oh no, there'll be no saving. <laughs> no saving. No. no. Are, do, you, do, you, do you smoke? Do you smoke grass? I don't do anything anymore. Oh, anymore. You, you say that as you. Do oh, you I wrecked it. Pot, coke, children. What? Uh, Pot, coke, a lot of ecstasy, crack twice. Did you twice, know that and you didn't get addicted. That's the whole thing. You do it a second time, man. Your whole life goes down the shitter. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you know a crack dealer, then it's easy to get addicted. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you have just wandered around the streets looking for crack, that's tough. Right. Uh, well, I, I almost it, had unprotected sex with a uh, crack whore during the second time. So, like the next morning, it was a little sobering. You wow, stuck. Or, you stuck like, around with a crack whore, or just like, yeah, yeah. It was she'll a, be great conversation <laughs> when we have breakfast in the morning. It was. <laughs> was it? It, what happened was I was at a comedy show in in Springfield, and uh, you know I had probably had you know passed the fifteen drink limit or something, and I was just wandering the streets, and the neighborhood got a little rough, which means black in the United States. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And uh, I went into this bar, and I looked like the like a cop. And I walked out of there, and some woman stumbled in the street. Goes, "Hey, baby, what's happening?" And she looked terrible. Right. But uh, by that time, that was like my strike zone. So, uh, <laughs> so she's like, "You want to hang out?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." And uh, she was a good fifty, and I was nice. twenty five at the time. Not to Mrs. You know, Robinson. I like where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Not to insult Alan. Like Alan probably fucks yes. fifty year olds on a regular, but uh, right. <laughs> but she was 50 and I was 25 and not like a well-kept 50 a crack whore 50 oh okay right. and um, <laughs> we went to uh, and she was like let's get some food so and that's old food. in crack whore years it's like dog years that's yeah they old. age yeah they, yeah they don't age well like, no. they, don't, they don't use moisturizer you, you, you gotta like you gotta go around to behind the barn and put a gun to the back of their head when they get to a certain age yeah. <laughs> like old yeller or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. I mean so usually they die before you're like the littlest time. hobo you're, yeah. you're going there for, you're, you get so a she goes oh let's go to my friend's house and I'm so fucking drunk and naive that I don't realize that she's a crack whore. I just think she's an, an ugly old black woman that wants to <laughs> party with you. That wants to party with me. Right. So we go to a, a house which is like basically abandoned, and we go inside. I don't know basically, or was it full of other crackheads? That's where I'm going. Okay. Is Samuel Jackson there? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No, they don't. Uh, most crack stories don't end in somebody becoming a Hollywood star. They. Uh, <laughs> well, no, just because his big break was that movie <laughs> for right, Do the Right Thing. Right. Where he was a guy. You're right, but he was a crackhead before. Yeah, yeah, moved. yeah. Um, so anyway, we walk in, and there was like a couple of other crackheads there. There was an old... I didn't want to start with this story, but we just kind of went there. And um, there was an old woman, like a 50-year-old woman, getting eaten out on the kitchen counter by another crackhead, and they were right. all cheering her on. And like, you got to understand, like at the moment, I'm just like... 
I'm kind of, I'm, even though I'm in the situation, I'm removed. I'm just like, oh, this is happening in life. Like, I'm a patron, you know? Yeah. This, and, this is like uh, the fucking crack version of The Accused. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it was a contest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was there a pinball machine and everything? Or, <laughs> yeah. Was Terry David Mulligan there doing a report? Or? Her, her twat's still there. You lose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, we, so we sit down. I sit down at the kitchen table, and, um, she's, and she pulls out the crack. And this, believe it or not, but her pulling out a big chunk of crack... Got way more attention than the old woman getting eaten oh, out of well, the yeah, kitchen table, right? Yeah, sure. So everybody starts going around, and she's kind of breaking people off, little pieces here and there. But for the most part, it's me and her smoking this crack. And we'd smoke a little crack, and I'd make out with her, and I'd smoke a little crack and make out with her. I'm giving you the Coles notes. And then uh, we went to the bathroom, and she pulled her pants down, and she goes, and I was about to fucking have unprotected sex with this right. crack whore. And then she looks back over her shoulder and goes, you got that money, baby? And I was like, money? <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> and... Me being broke sort of saved my life. And then so at this, it all stops going. Like, I, like I, I'm sober as a fucking church mouse sure. at this moment. And I go, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then I guess she sort of sees that I realize that this isn't the, not like a John prostitute setup. And I think she felt sorry for me or something. I usually, I, I usually lose my heart on when it turns into a financial transaction. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's just discussing the grocery money with your wife. Come on. <laughs> I thought you were in this for the fucking and the crack. Come yes. on. Oh, then now there's now it's a business thing. Can you right. get a can you get a hard on on crack? Uh, I don't remember. Really? Um, probably. I, I don't think I would have. You know, tried now, to stick it in there softy. It like. is story. <laughs> the, the day after, you know, being a Canadian in New York, did you yeah. automatically run out and buy a shirt that says "I love New York" after that experience? <laughs> <laughs> that make you feel like I fucking belong here, man. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I didn't fuck her. I fucking rose to the challenge. Not all Canadians uh, fit in a little cookie cutter mold here, pal. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, it's stories like that where I'm actually happy that Canada doesn't let bartenders free pour. Because I like to drink a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at least I feel like that's I never how it get starts. that. Like, I don't, I've never gotten, that's like, go to starts. the crack house drunk before. A night, a night of free pour, and then you're like, you know what? I want to smoke a little weed. Then someone right? puts a little yeah. coke in it, and five years later, you get banged out in a crack house. Five years later? What ah, really good. How about minutes? What a fucking <laughs> hell of five years that would be, though. So, um, so here, so what's, what happened? Um, I, go, I say, I got to go. I got to go. And then she goes, no, wait, I'll come with you. And I was like, oh, okay, because I was still trying to get laid in my head. And uh, we go outside, and she goes, I just got to see a friend around the corner. So I was like, oh, okay. We pull around the corner. She gets out of my car, runs across the street, goes into another car. And then I see her head dip underneath the driver's windshield, and she's Dropped blowing the driver. Oh, Dropped oh, okay. the keys, right? Okay. You're right. <laughs> and, uh, and then I realized how she had paid for the crack we were smoking earlier. And I had been making out with her all night, right? <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> nice. Did the, did the crack seem dirty at that point? <laughs> <laughs> you got this crack from a blowjob. <laughs> I thought you had a paper route, and that's how you got <laughs> you, You're a whore. <laughs> that's terrible. I aged a lot that night. I learned you're, a lot about life. The same thing happened. Have you ever had like a fucked up situation where you get about three quarters of the way through it and you realize, shit, I should have cut this out like three quarters. I think the same thing kind of happened to me once when I was walking home from the Eaton house. I met what I thought was a really nice girl, and then she was like, "Hey, let's go around the corner." I thought, I thought give this me was ten bucks. Be a frozen yogurt story. Who needs a like, really I nice a girl at night on a corner, Dave? Like, a lot. Lo I'm sure a lot of people do. <laughs> I haven't found or met any of them yet, but yeah, I'm sure that they're you out keep there. searching. Well, yeah, I will. I like how when we're talking about crack, Dave feels alive. Have you ever done this? <laughs> I smoke. I, I believe I smoke, or it was uh, it was either crack or freebase. I did it once by accident, right? And it was uh, it was unpleasant. I didn't know what it, I didn't know how to handle it, so I, I just uh, 
I, I decided not to do a set that night at the Yuck Yucks Club, and I was, I can't go on, and then I oh, split, yeah. so that was not... That's, I've never done you, crack before, but people have accused me of being on it a lot. Really? Yeah. Why? Are you just jittery and jumpy? Or? <laughs> I think so. Or maybe they're just trying to burn <laughs> just me. just bang a lot of black guys. You're trying to eat your face or something at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a catchphrase. People are like, are you on crack? I think uh, growing up. No. Yeah, but that's like a... Fucking thing that Brampton fourteen-year-olds say to each other. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, exactly. That's like the, that's, I got that a lot. That's like up. the old like, oh man, are you on acid? Right. Or like that's like crack is now, and then I think now it's meth is like the new. Right. Meth is, is the, the, the new reference for you. Oh, you so crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when you moved to New York, how long did it take for you to be there before you're like, holy fuck, shit like this doesn't happen in Toronto or Canada? Probably does well, happen in Toronto or Canada. Yeah, but not to probably the same extent. Uh, uh, that that actually happened in Springfield, which is like a different. It's still a shithole, but uh, right. But it was in Springfield, Mass. There's like a hundred thousand people. Springfield is like a Hamilton with more crack. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, Hamilton with more crack. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a, the the thing that I. That's that like I saying Vancouver with more there. heroin. I don't know if that's fucking possible. <laughs> The thing about this, like, I didn't notice like a, more drugs because I was doing a lot of drugs before I left. But right. um, but I did notice a lot more racism. Right. But don't they don't they embrace their racism in America a little bit more? They're like they do because it's just in, in clubs. I've always noticed whenever I've been down in New York or anywhere in the states, it's like if you go to comedy clubs, they're always like, "Hey, where are my black people at? Where am I right. this that? Where am I that that?" Well, so, even actually, you know, it's funny because I watched a lot of your clips, and there was two clips in particular I watched. One was in, and I'm assuming in front of a predominantly black crowd. Yeah. Right, and then one not. Yeah. And uh, both sets were good, but it seemed like one crowd was laughing at one thing a lot more. Right. And the other crowd was laughing at the other thing a lot more. So okay, but so, well, you were in front of these in, in front of the crowd. Sorry, Darren. I, no, I but I'm just saying it was interesting what the, how it was. It almost seemed like two completely different crowds laughing at different things. That idea of embracing that kind of racism. Yeah, I think that's probably true. You know, I, but you know, and at the same time, I, at, you know, those two different sets were probably at two different points in time, and that one okay. set where I was in front of that black audience, I was probably doing a little more material that I thought would uh, sort of suit them a little more. Right. I was probably playing more black rooms at the time, so I was writing towards those rooms, and uh, I no, laughed. I, so I don't know. What yeah, you're well, about. you know, you know, comics were uh, geniuses when it comes to this joke shit. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, but th- but now I just try and write more stuff that's going to work wherever you know. Right. So well, I noticed that when even when you were up here, because I, I I I did remember you when you said that when Darren told me that you were going to be a, a part of the show tonight. Uh, I did remember you, but I also always remember that you always seem to have a bit of a you know, forgive me for saying, but a bit of a New York swagger already. Right. And right. did you find that you sort of you know assimilated into that a lot faster than other Canadians that might sort of stand out? I don't know. I I, I feel. You know, I grew up in a sort of a tough section in Toronto, right? And uh, there are a couple of them, and uh, that so was just. You think it's more like big city swagger? I than think that's what it is. Right. I think it's big city swagger. You know, most of the guys I blew up, I grew up with are like you know Toronto guys, working class, blue collar drinkers, and right. uh, so if it comes off a little more tough, or like a lot of people say, oh, you know, aren't you from Boston? And like, no, well, I'm yeah, not there is that Boston. sense for you, yeah. You know, the way but you talk and some of your dictation, yes. Yeah, right, right. Boston, yeah. But I've I've, like, I've spoke like that. It's probably a little more accent. Now that I've been there for a while, but right. I, I remember being in Toronto and people coming up to me and saying, "Are you American?" I'd be no, I've lived here my whole life, you know. But it's like I used to get a lot. Are you like Oompa Loompa? You know, <laughs> like are you, you like chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> when, when are you going back to Oz? Is yeah. that what they would say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the lollipopkins. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be on my next show. Don't worry. 
<laughs> what? Uh, and so now you're back here, and are yeah. your plans predominantly stay in New York? Or are you traveling a lot? Like what's? Uh, you know, a decent amount, a little more traveling lately, but a lot of Northeast stuff. And, right. Uh, you know, trying to get up in the city as much as I can and make some money on the road, and that's it. I host a strip club every Thursday nights. So that oh, plays oh the, man, uh, that how plays is that house. like? Um, there's some. Uh, there, there's it's a little reminiscent of the crack story. There's uh, there's some overlap. A lot yeah. of common <laughs> themes here. Okay. Yeah, a, <laughs> okay. No, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's an amateur strip contest. I do maybe a minute or two up front, and then it goes right into the contest, and then I just hammer the chicks that are up there trying did, to win. Are the they okay bucks. with that? Because I've done. I did one uh, bachelor party that was at a, a strip club in like Brantford, Ontario. Uh, not to name <laughs> drop, but it was like <laughs> it was it was my it was, hometown, it motherfucker. Was, I know. Well, uh, yeah. But sorry about that. But it was, uh, I, it, it was amazing to me. I just see a strip club full of women looking like Darren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like your girlfriend with my face mask on. Um, there was, there was just a like, and then like, uh, uh, they had. Do you remember those old McDonald's sort of aluminum ashtrays? Uh, this is when you could oh, smoke yeah, at a bar. Remember? And they in this bar, that's the ashtrays that they had. And I remember I made some reference to like touching the pole because actually the comics were actually had to go on the same stage as the strip club. And I made some reference to touching the pole and oh, I should get my shots afterwards. And then it was just like oh, it was just a, a swarm of aluminum ashtrays getting thrown at me. And <laughs> it was it was it was terrible. But I, I I like the fact that it's an amateur strip club night. And so it's not like you can take any of the strippers aside and say, "Listen, this is what you're doing wrong. You got to <laughs> you got to take the pole and put it behind you when you start dancing." Or anything like <laughs> a little old microphone joke I just did here at the uh, comedy bar. But what that seems like the most uh, uh, in, uh, wonderful and yet uh, potentially painful gig that you could have. Yeah, it's a great gig for the most part. You okay, know? Um, it's gotten a little ugly sometimes. I got a smacked in the face for calling a chick dick tits. Dick tits. <laughs> not with her tits. <laughs> not, not with the dick tits. And then uh, what exactly did these dick tits look like? Like uh, tits dick. that look like dicks. Yeah, like no, really? long and circumcised or It doesn't take a lot of imagination. Oh Get me a pen and a paper, and we'll like draw the, a picture. Like the yeah. like the long cylindrical tube sock titties. Oh. Like dicks. Oh. Like, oh. like dicks. I can't it's believe truth, you had people. to have that description. <laughs> Waukesha. Dick I tits? Need really? An <laughs> really? Yeah. This, this crowd can't Dick hand. tits? You can't figure out what dick tits look like? <laughs> Were they circumcised? Every, yeah. like? From the girl that everybody thinks is on crack, you can't yeah. even visualize a dick <laughs> tits <laughs> reference? Jesus. This crowd can't handle their tit truth. Sorry. <laughs> I don't Jesus. know where you guys have come uh, from. There was one story, and it's most of the time it's like some good looking chicks that'll go up there. It's 500 bucks, so it brings them out in droves. Right, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. tough down there, you know? It's pretty good. And uh, so most of the time, it's like a sexy chick that wins it or somebody that dances well. But once in a while, the crowd will go with the underdog. You know yeah. what I mean? So just some... The Sanjaya. The dat fan? Yeah. The dat fan. More yeah. like the big, fat uh, Scottish broad or the Irish broad. Who is that girl from one of those singing shows? Oh, oh the... Uh, what was the one that's... Uh, oh, saying, Susan uh, Boyle. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. There you go. More yeah. like the Susan Boyle. With and a story um, and a tear. And a heartbreak, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So one night, it's like a big chick will win at every like fifth or sixth contest. So one night, they, some chick comes up there. She's like two twenty-five, and she's you know, but like an athletic and like limber two twenty-five, and she's just a going, fighting weight. Yeah, a UFC girl. One of them UFC broads I want to date. Yeah. And she's doing a good job, and it's clear that she's the winner. And uh, and I go, any other takers? And then another girl gets up there, a much bigger girl. She's like three hundred pounds. And I was—I just couldn't believe it. So she pulls her pants down, and there was a uh, a cock. Sorry, close. <laughs> uh, um, 
a big piece of toilet paper hanging from her asshole. Right. And then I realized that she was slow. <laughs> she didn't win. Uh, and I think she had sausage tits, didn't she? Now, Christina Walkinshaw, sausage tits are bigger than dick tits, and they hang... And when you put them on the grill, you should sort of cut them crisscross-wise. Cut them, yeah. So uh, when they get hot enough, they'll just sausage they don't yeah. burst, thoroughly. burst open like that. Now, what, uh, we don't have a lot of time, but I do yeah. want to ask you this, because it's the strip club. You watch all these amateurs. Yeah. What hack moves do they do to try to win? There's got to be like some kind of hack cheerleader. Uh, the like hack, the girl right. tries to fuck the guy in the front row's face and, or something like that. Uh, they always go on all fours like they're getting fucked from behind. Right. That's like the go-to move if she right. has no stripper experience. And I, what about the same one? Like s- yell out, you know, uh, like spread eagle, I support the troops. Do they ever do that? Or? <laughs> no, no. no okay. Before very patriotic crowd. <laughs> if she if she was backing up like she was getting fucked from behind, that's, she, that's the move. That she farted all of a sudden, that'd be funny. But it's so loud in there. That's <laughs> yeah. the one thing I liked about strip clubs. It was like one of the last few places you could hear hard rock music loud. But they all choose their own songs now. So, yeah. but most strippers dance to Kesha, don't they? I love Kesha. I know you do, but yeah. it's sort of like but the if they, the strip- average dude who goes in a fucking a strip club doesn't like it. No, right. uh, the, the chicks on stage. Should look at the dudes and go like, oh, that guy wants to hear Aerosmith or Creedence Clearwater right. Revival. They want to rock out. They fucking don't want right to hear do. fucking like Lady Gaga. Yeah, fuck like that, that. Our dance and our music. Sorry, I know. Y'all. Well, until they get a bunch of youths that are going to throw up fucking twenty dollars a dance, then they they should listen to some fucking classic rocks. Like I want I want more DC. I want more than a feeling and dick tits. God damn it. Well, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm into. That's what the pri- that's what the private dances are for. Fucking right they are. <laughs> Line up here for your dick tits. Yeah. Oh, there goes Dave with his accents. Uh, <laughs> that's going to keep us on the radio. That's more of an Andy, go, Co- Dave. an Andy Kaufman trying to get you into the VIP Yeah, that was very Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Thank you very much. If you're still look like Andy Kaufman, I don't think it's going to cost 20 a song. <laughs> better he's fucking dead, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we are out of time. You're going to join us for the last segment, but if people want to get a hold of you, yeah, uh, where can we Twitter, find you, John Moses? website, go with all that stuff. Uh, just John Moses at Twitter, That's uh, or Facebook, or at John Moses Twitter. Just fuck us, John Moses. On wow, Twitter you're good at this. Sticks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have John stay here, and uh, Alan Park will rejoin us. This is the live take of Anything Goes at the Comedy Bar. Hey. <laughs> dick tits. Oh, my God. No, what dick tits are. Just rolling out of the gutter? No way. Us too. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hello there, this is Ron Sparks. You are listening to Anything Goes with Dave Martin and Darren Frost. That's right, I put Dave first for once. That show's on Sirius XM Radio's Laugh Attack. Oh, thank you, Ron. You're welcome, Dave. Okay, we are back from the break, everybody. Uh, thank you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost for the week of November 14th. We are coming to you live from the Comedy Bar in downtown Toronto. This is our first uh, live taping. It is our first live and taping. I, I, first of all, and, uh, I don't know if you had meant to come down uh, to uh, enjoy us or not, but originally we were supposed to have the very, very funny Eddie Pepitone, a part yep. of the Dark Comedy Festival here that this taping is a part of. And uh, sadly, Eddie could not make it. 
He uh, he booked uh, an episode of Community, which I guess takes precedent over our show. It should. It should. I think so. I think so too. It's so a, we're it's happy for Eddie. He got some work, and yeah. you know he's going to come to town with a little bit of uh, you know money in his pocket. Well, I I don't think he was he hard up. I don't know if he was hard up I for don't money, know, I'm just but saying. but no. But I think it's it's great that he got the show. Do you, do yeah. you want? Does anyone watch Community? Yeah, I watched it before, but I haven't seen it since they. Uh, what did they do? They put it on ice for a while. Or? I don't know if it was put on ice, but then know. they gave Chevy Chase enough time to scream and shout about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, to get yeah. upset about he it. He freaked out about it. And uh, Alan Park is a good show, though. It's a great show. Alan Park was on the uh, episode earlier. John Moses was uh, here for the uh, segment just before yep. this one, and uh, it's too bad that Eddie was here. But uh, hopefully, next time he's in town, we'll. Uh, well, he'll we'll be have him on, on the, the November twenty fourth episode, Dave. The number of Eddie Pepitone. November, what, are we doing a show? Oh, right, because I <laughs> fucked up earlier. Right, I remember. Right. Eddie's loss is 10 more Twitter followers for me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have, uh, we're just sort of doing the, the uh, wrap-up segment. We wanted to bring up the uh, legalization of uh, marijuana in uh, Colorado and uh, Washington Colorado State. Colorado and Washington, yeah, that's great for them, but uh, apparently the DEA doesn't care about that. Now, that's, that's funny, because it's a, is it a, a, a state law that is legalized, but the federal law? Well, the well, DEA state. claims that, the, that the, sta- the, you know, the federal law supersedes yes. whatever the, the state is. And I just find it astounding that if a, a community of people decide to vote on something, that's the way it's going to be to put something in their body that they're, they're still going to be dictated to and subject to by a, a federal, uh, well, a bunch of Nazis, really, aren't they? But, it, but it's, that's, that's, uh, they, uh, they bust a lot of the dispensaries down in uh, California. Mm-hmm. For, uh, yeah, it was a few months they, ago. I remember that. They that rolled happens it out. all the time, yeah. I remember. But Obama's going to fix all that. Is yep. he? No. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> a lot of people believe he's going to fix all that. But he was a reporter. He sm- he smoked pot and he uh, he did coke though, didn't he? Yeah, and sure. He so did Clinton. Well, and and Bush too. And so. well, and he did Bush as well. Yeah, that's what got him in trouble. But does the average American even really care about these things right now? I, mean, I think, I think there's so I many know. other problems. I think they I think they care if they don't know anything about it. I can't imagine anyone smoking pot and being like. <sighs> This is so wrong. I feel terrible now. I think hardly anybody hasn't done it. So you get to this filter where you have to cross over the other side and say, oh, no, that should be illegal, and you shouldn't be doing that, although I used to do it in my youth. Or there's so many people that have been poisoned by so many, like, scare films from, like, the 50s and 60s of, like, oh, you're going to jump jump out a window. Sure it does. I don't think anybody that wants to smoke pot is not smoking it because it's illegal down there. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to get a whole bunch of new pot smokers. <laughs> if it became <laughs> legal, is what you're saying. Right, yeah, right. of course. Like, yeah. All right, good. I mean, I don't good smoke pot. We've talked about that many times on the show, but it's not because it's not illegal. You know, it's well, just... look at Portugal just uh, released a study after how many years of going legal on a lot of different drugs and the crime rate's down and, you right. know... Nobody's in jail. I, I just don't do it because I don't want to end up in an alleyway sucking dick for something. Why do you on. think that that's you what immediately happens? jump to sucking dick? That's what dick. happens. First of all, people who smoke marijuana. No, you get high go- and then you want to move to other drugs <laughs> and you want to suck dick. Oh, you want to move to other drugs. What if I just want to suck dick? What if I just want to Before I fucked a crackhead, I started with smoking marijuana. So that's. Right. You're just looking for a loophole in the dick sucking equation that you just want to suck a dick and you're just like, I don't know what happened. I just started smoking this and I just put my. I'm just saying that because that's Every argument, I, I don't believe in that argument. I think it's bullshit. I don't do it for my own reason. I don't want to get into it. But I don't. I've always said, like I, I think pot should be legal. What? I think uh, it should be available, whether it's government run or not. I don't know about that. I don't know if they'd be the best pot dealer. I mean, we've talked about that before. But 
you know, I think it should be legal. And the fact it isn't is sad. And every time I do a pot benefit, they always get upset with me about my content. But I always say the same thing. It's well, because well, because you refer to pot as a drug. That's what maybe screws you maybe up. you're right. Well, I mean, it is a drug if you count classify like alcohol and caffeine as a drug. But Which I do. I, to, a, to a pot crowd, I don't think they want to hear that you guys are doing drugs because they're like, hey, I'm just smoking what God makes on the earth naturally. And that doesn't sound like a drug to a lot of people. Right. It still is that, though. And so what? I mean, if you want to swallow paint, that shouldn't be a problem. You know? I don't think there's a law against that. There, there isn't a law against that. It's <laughs> a lot more harmful. But the point is... is uh, I think there's an episode of intervention on that, though. The, the paint swallowers. What color? I don't know what it was. But it wasn't But black. what about the idea if you want to swallow paint? But then if, you know, especially in Canada, if someone swallows paint, they gets all fucked up. The medical bills and all that shit that we have to pay for because they're fucking stupid enough to swallow yeah, paint. Yeah, but, but you should or still... Or adventuresome enough. <laughs> it's what quality of paint? What what color on the swatch? Did all, you? Yeah. all American paint. That's what I would drink. But it should be like with a okay. So paint's obviously uh, crazy, but you know a pot is is a, or booze. You know, I mean, right. like seriously, when you look at the damage that one is caused and, and the oh, other one equal. causes, they're, it, yeah, I they're, mean, they're the not equal though. And no, one, no, one no. is sanctioned <laughs> and taxed and profited from, and the other one will put you in jail for a long time. I know, but what I meant by equal in terms of, I think they should be equal. So if one is legal, then the other exactly, one should be legal. Right. Well, the, the, as far as the gateway argument, like I don't think that pot's a gateway drug for most people, but there are people with addictive personalities. Right. That they're going to pick that up and they're going to go into something else. I don't think that's mm-hmm. a reason to keep it illegal. But you we're know, away people from people say, that aren't addicted. That, exactly. Right, 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 right. But 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 I just feel like you know for those that, when people say it's not a gateway drug, well, I'm you know I'm sure there's you know millions of addicts that would uh, that probably started with smoking marijuana and progressed to something else. You yeah, know, but I, they've done that anyway. But then you're know. in the lowest common denominator system <laughs> of rule again. You know, it's like whatever the weakest link is, that's what we have to gauge everything else. No, on. I'm not. I'm not saying that it should be illegal for that. Purpose, but when people say pot's not a gateway drug, well, for some people it is. Well, but that's I, the point. There's nothing after that. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not a fan of the uh, the of the addictive personality excuse, just because people only use that when it's uh, applied to like bad things for you. It's like, oh, I got a diff- I'm I'm drinking or I'm smoking or I'm doing this. And, oh, I got addictive personality. But no one's no one ever claims that about people that are uh, like doing good things. Of like, oh, hey man, I got an addictive personality. I'm uh, oh, you're being too environmental. You yeah. shouldn't do that anymore because you got. Yeah. Every weekend I'm at Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> yeah. Every weekend I'm addicted to it. I know you're neglecting your family because you're recycling too much yeah. shit. Right. You deliver too many like meals on wheels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my if you're God. at Habitat for Humanity every other weekend, you've yeah. got some other problems. Yeah. I, I fed one old person and now I can't stop feeding old people. I'm showing up to old ladies' uh, uh, residence and I'm giving them like fucking pudding and stuff. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't stop being kind to the elderly. You, you know, no one's gonna. To I got some friends. Personality though. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of time. That Wait, is the uh, show. We're, what? You got one final point, Dave? Uh, no. It just it always feels so good when we start chatting. <laughs> oh, hold on. I just wanted to say that yes. uh, I was excited when um, I found out that Alan Park was on the show because I saw Alan when I started like ten years ago, and I thought he was great. But then I was also sad because I thought that he would be doing such better things ten years ago. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, listen, hey, me no, too. No, then no, a show, too, Alan. No, no. Then no. a show with you now. You mean? No, no. I, mean, oh. I was just like, oh, I was just no, like, he oh, didn't. Fuck. Yes, he did. Go. <laughs> The roast is hey, over. Listen, you don't have the you don't you don't have the market cornered on your disappointment of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I see my future at the same time. I leave There's you that in the veteran. <laughs> Remember at the end with the I'm pot. With the, the pot. Pop, with that, man. Pop. I'm Alan Park. Pop, pop, pop. 
You never know what's going to happen. I, I've had my moments. Listen, I just uh, I just figured out the password on my old Twitter account. Oh, shit. So I'm, I'm, I'm back on Twitter now. Is it, is it inside job? I was locked job? out forever. Is it, was, it inside job? Is that your password? I think it was. Well, no, it was, it was a clerical error. Uh, but, we should, uh, we should get, uh, allow everyone to uh, plug where they, uh, people can find them. Yeah, so go ahead, John. Uh, so John, you where we, uh, one You're more so time. You're so good the first time. One more time. At John Moses on Twitter. Alan? Uh, Alan Comic. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's where yeah. I'm going to be. And, and, and in Montreal. That was very equal. Well, there was what? no 10-year difference there. No, that was I equal. know, but uh, listen, I'm going to be in the Montreal uh, Comedy Club. What's the name of that thing? The Comedy the, Works. The, the Nest? Comedy the Works? Uh, look it up. Yeah, it's okay. uh, one uh, of those. Just go to Montreal, the, put your name in. <laughs> the weekend this episode drops, I guess, if you're talking about the 24th. November 24th. 22nd, no. 23rd, 24th, I'll be in the Montreal uh, Comedy Place. Club. Yeah. Comedy place. The yeah, comedy haha in Montreal. Yeah. I forget now. Yeah, way to go with the marketing there. Uh, Dave, uh, where are you, you going to be? You can find me on uh, Twitter and uh, the, the World Wide Web at uh, DaveMartinWorld.com. And uh, we're on Facebook. And the Lee Camp episode should, will be up by the time that you hear this on the XM. I know, I've been so mute this whole episode. But uh, yeah, okay, so you can find me at, at Walkin' Sauce. And uh, I'll be, the, uh, the week that this airs, I'll be at Yuck Yucks in London. Ontario. Uh, don't forget about your website, www.dicktits.com. Yes. <laughs> dick yes, I'm going to go on and Google Dick Tits. Guess what? I'm going to fucking register that and put it right to your Facebook account. I'll the, be by midnight. By midnight. Dick. I'm fucking good like that shit. Fucking right I am. Where can we and find you? And me, uh, com, and I will be in London uh, the third week of uh, this month, returning to the town that threw the glass at me for the first time in five years. Because oh, that fucking bitch great... doesn't own that comedy club no more. So I'm going back, Daddy-O. That's right. I said it on the record. And uh, that is the show. Thanks to uh, everyone that came out. Uh, this is Anything Goes, live taping number one. We're hoping to do more. And that's it. Good night. Commercials. <laughs> Good one, Dave. Well, now we can talk about commercial auditioning at sure. the end. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Fuck commercials as we try to make some money for XM Radio. Visa commercial, the Visa commercial came on. I know. We were watching, <laughs> it, was, we were talking we were watching it right there. I was going to be one of those dudes <laughs> with turning like, Dave, just even watching. Steve the, in the middle, okay? Pardon? Okay, Steve's in the middle. This is what we do. We sit down and we say we're going to talk about this stuff, and then we yeah, get on the air and we don't talk about any of that I love stuff. It, but it's beautiful. You can say <laughs> we're just you like, oh, like we were just like going the moments I love, and hockey games on right there, which is, makes this officially the best. I know ever. we're not going to pay attention at all. I will because I don't care. Oh, I would definitely. So, Christina, there was a girl that listened to two episodes of the show, and oh, she right. just said, "Is that true? What the people on the show said about oh, the girls no. that you like? I oh, swear no, to God." Really? And I just was like, no, that's just, they just oh. take shots at me. Because she jo- thought it was like a shot at her own weight because I was interested in her. Uh, or was she tender? Own, yeah, pardon? Dave. Was she tender about it? Was she upset? <laughs> she was th- not thrilled. Did she throw herself at some food when she was upset? No, just in front of a subway train, which is the way you like it, Darren. <laughs> She's so dead now honestly? because of the things that you said. Honestly, you guys. Somebody... You told her what I find attractive in women, and she killed herself. 
Honestly, I hope you're happy. Somebody... Austin, don't be, don't find that attractive, Dave. <laughs> oh, so it's so it's my fault. What Stop. makes my dick hard, huh? <laughs> I guess it is. I have no. What, I was is it born my fault? This way. Is there a little fucking system that I'm cranking a crank at the bottom of your no. cock to make it go hard? No. No, so... but you're poisoning the minds of the women that no. I might find attractive hey. and trying to oh, no. get with. We're and cock then... blocking, Dave. Yeah. It is a serious saying. cock block. Serious. Oh, no. Wow. Serious XM cock block. Yeah, it's an XM cock. Channel one fifty three. Is it? Wow. Channel's cock blocking days. It is. Well, you two are at the end of that cock, shoving it in slowly. Yeah. You two are the balls that are driving the cock that's not letting me get any pussy. I'm trying to. Did you hear that? Where did this? Where did this start? Where did? (laughs) Jesus, Dave. It's like you're you're writing a nest. Holy fuck! We're recording this, aren't we? (laughs) Oh, fucking right, we are. Somebody can call me fat, and I'd be like, you know what? I could lose 50 pounds. I just. You're, you're the you're the cup is overflowing full though. It's, Did you say I've urine the cup? You. If it was a urine cup, you'd be like, well, I could, I could use some I, extra you know urine. What? I'm a dehydrated. I, you know what? That's hold the, on, guys. That's the least popular <laughs> soccer cup to win guys, a urine cup. Hey, hold on. Cup. Hello. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna somebody c- we're, can fucking lend me their thigh. We're master. gonna come in from the break, and we're gonna bring up this exact topic, and we'll we'll start there. Okay, like we did on yeah, the yeah, yeah, the, okay. on the other one, and we'll get into stuff, but we'll we'll definitely uh, get into that. Okay, ready? Okay. Hey, this is Steve Patterson, and you're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius XM with Darren Frost and his funny friends. Put a different spin on it. Different. Okay, I'll do one different. Like, just take a. Hey, this is Steve Patterson, and you're listening to Anything Goes on the Man Who Goes Into Anything, Darren Frost. And the woman who lets anything go into her, Christina Walkinshaw. Five. Sorry. Good. Can you see it for the air? No. My God. I was trying to get it out before the air. Jesus Christ. Did you taste something with that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And I hammer you know, I like, I love everybody, <laughs> and I think there's good in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I still love everybody. You drink like a trucker. You burp like a trucker. Oh, well, oh, and then well, Christina, make you love like a trucker. Christina also. I'm happy like a, story, a trucker. A story. Or do I say you're listening to Mark Forward, or do I say I'm Mark Forward and you're listening uh, to? So they're not listening to me. No, Got it. Not <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Shut up, Walking Show. I'm doing it. And I'll be in the background laughing. <laughs> okay. Hi, you're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius XM. Oh shit. Sorry. Hi, I'm Mark Forward. You're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius Radio. <laughs> Fuck Sirius XM. <laughs> I scratched out radio, too. Okay. Hi, you're listening to Mark Forward on Anything Goes. Wait, you're not listening to me. Okay. Hi, I'm Mark Forward. You're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius XM. Hi, I'm Mark Forward. You're listening to Anything Goes on Sirius XM Laugh Attack. Uh, radio. 